0: Isaac's a fighter. But he was inadvertently starting to withdraw. We were meeting more frequently, and his primary focus and increasing concern was his team. We had enjoyed an honest and open relationship. It was time for a difficult conversation, and maybe a tough call. Hi, I'm Rana Harrell. Welcome to the Lead or Be Led podcast, the show that empowers the younger generation to be the leaders of making the world a better place. Not every negative action is worth a negative reaction. It was another typical winter morning in Johannesburg. The sun was beaming overhead despite the slight chill in the air. The extremely vocal brown-hearted ar-ibis were gathering on the lawn, making their presence felt. The shrill call of these large birds had become a feature of my time here. They've gone from always annoying me by gathering outside far too early in the morning to nowadays by looking forward to them waking me up. No matter how harsh and unpleasant someone may first appear, it's always worth trying to find an upside in what they stand for or in what they're trying to achieve. The ability to find that common ground in confrontational situations is a trait of the best leaders, especially when emotions are high and tempers start to fray. I was waiting for Isaac Smith to join me for a coffee at my hotel. Apart from bumping into each other at a couple of corporate events in Johannesburg, we hadn't spoken properly for nearly two and a half years now. At the time, he was a successful chief executive of ABSA Life. He had transformed the life insurance business and was enjoying strong growth. With the appointment of a new CEO for ABSA's wealth management and insurance unit, WIMI, which ABSA Life reported into, things were going to change. Isaac had been part of an executive team that had been together for some years, and they all knew the drill that they had to perform to. They were, in the main, left alone to deliver with significant autonomy. The previous chief executive of WIMI was hands-on, but a good delegator. The new chief executive wanted to build a far more collaborative environment, and rightly, wanted to capitalize upon the potential synergies across all of the WIMI businesses. Izek was very happy with the new approach, but in reality it was proving to be more problematic than he had first realised. I was the executive team coach for Wimmy at the time, and knew that if we could make this work, they could potentially become quite a formidable team. Izek and the chief executive respected each other and got on well, but it wasn't working. And for a variety of reasons, it wasn't going to work. Something was going to have to give. The more they tried to make it work, the more fractious it became. They had different philosophies when it came to the optimal methods of working for Isaac and his team. It wasn't about wrong or right, they just had different approaches. The earlier warmth was beginning to disappear, and they both noticed it, as did his team. Isaac's a fighter, but he was inadvertently starting to withdraw. We were meeting more frequently, and his primary focus and increasing concern was his team. We had enjoyed an honest and open relationship. It was time for a difficult conversation and maybe a tough call. It proved not to be a tough conversation at all, but it was an emotional one. Izak cared deeply about his team and wanted to ensure that they would be looked after and continue to be developed. He was loyal to both his team and to Absa, but he felt increasingly awkward and out of kilter with both the prevailing mood and direction. He was wrongly but understandably started to feel like a bit of a failure, despite his team's solid financial performance. He needed to shake off this feeling and realize that he was very good at what he was doing and would thrive in a different environment. After an hour or so, we both knew his future lay elsewhere. The initial hurt and natural disappointment was painfully clear to see, but he was now moving carefully but confidently to talking about a new beginning and a different adventure. He remained stoical and positive, despite having to face up to the fact that the team he had built and carefully nurtured would face a future without him at the helm. I knew he would rise above the obvious pain and hurt. He was naturally sad and disappointed, but kept his emotions under control. My admiration for his act grew every time we met. He needed to speak to his family. He needed their love and support. He desperately needed to share how he was feeling, and he knew he would have their affection and strength to bolster him in his hour of need. Isaac was a committed long-distance runner, and he now hit the road very hard indeed. He could think clearly and work things out best when he was running. He was running far more than usual now, fueled by his new purpose. A focus on the future fosters a more positive outlook, but the temptation is to dwell negatively on the recent past. It always helps to have some sort of release valve when things are getting personal and not going your way. However, it is just as important to have someone close to the situation to share your personal thoughts and concerns with. Our conversations had become a little more intense and brutally honest. Letting go of something you so believe in can be extremely challenging, especially when you can't see any viable alternative. Our conversations were now focused on Isaac's next steps, and perhaps a different direction for his career. He was now deeply engaged in crafting a new and positive future. He couldn't escape the fact that it all appeared to happen so quickly. Now that he had made up his mind to move on, his relationship with the chief executive was as positive as it had ever been, and they quickly agreed a mutually agreeable plan. They managed his departure with professionalism and humility. We met a couple more times and by now his mind was becoming clearer and he was getting interested and excited about what was potentially available to him. He had a strong track record of delivery, and he was experienced at building strong and cohesive teams. When you're a leader, moving on is not failure, but it is never easy. I was looking forward to seeing him and catching up on how he was doing. The couple of times we had bumped into each other were instructive, as he had a spring in his step and an aura of goodwill and gratitude towards me. Little did he know just how much I wanted to hear his story. As Isaac arrived, he looked leaner, fitter, and so comfortable in his own skin. We hugged each other without speaking. I just knew he would look great. He was a young 50-year-old and had run the London Marathon last year. We spoke as though we had seen each other a week ago. He was instantly open and thanked me for having helped him move on and start another exciting chapter of his career and his life. He was the same Isaac. But the sparkle had clearly returned, and he was energised and optimistic. The change had worked marvellously for him. It's not always the case that the good guys end up winning. We should all salute those brave enough to branch out again, especially when they have as much to give as Isaac has. He had now been the chief executive of PPS for two years now. His predecessor had spent nearly 13 good and effective years as chief executive, Following a successful predecessor who has been in place for some time and shaped the culture to deliver in the manner they deem best is never easy. This would not be a straightforward or easy transition, but it was just the sort of challenge that he needed to get his teeth into. PPS is a mutual with some 200,000 members, all professionals with university degrees. It is over 70 years old and has built a rock-solid reputation with its members. Who are the owners of the business, with the annual profits being shared out amongst them. This is a market of only 1.6% of the population, but it has proved to be a lucrative and valuable niche. Isaac had inherited a solid team that had delivered well for his predecessor. He had wisely taken four months off after leaving Absa Life to recharge his batteries and better reflect on his purpose, what he stood for, and how he wanted to lead this new opportunity. He has grown and matured, and he's building something very special at PPS. He has kindly invited me to give a talk on contemporary leadership his top 60 leaders later this year. I'm excited at the opportunity of working with him again. Isaac has that huge gift of being a selfless leader. This is a vital and all-too-rare contemporary leadership trait. There was a time of certainty when the people served the leader and the leader was capable of setting the strategy, solving all problems, and knowing when to turn left or sharp right. They kick-started all initiatives, and consequently, nothing much happened without them being both in charge and in control. Those days should rightly be consigned to history where they belong. Our world of business, politics, society, and even sport are all way too complex, fast-moving, and constantly transforming for any one person to have any chance of remaining completely on top of and in control of their company's total agenda today. The old and archaic approach of constantly challenging down and supporting up is a busted flush and just doesn't cut it anymore. It's time for the traditional hierarchy and all it stands for to be challenged and modified. Despite its clear absurdity and anachronistic effect, we are still seeing the autocratic, top-down approach employed to terrible effect far too often. So let's look at our from best practice to next practice. 10 leadership tips for today. You are going to be in high profile situations. Do not get needlessly competitive. Number two, you will have too much information about your rivals. Use it carefully and wisely. Three, you will feel isolated at times. Seek out positive alliances and partnerships. Four, never lose sight of your overall vision and purpose. Five, show restraint with confidence when others can't. Six, highlight your strengths and everyone else's. Seven, remain vocal and optimistic about the potential outcome. Eight, always lead by example. Nine, your team are everything. Always act with them foremost in your mind. 10. Healthy conflicts can make relationships both stronger and deeper. Never be afraid to challenge what is clearly wrong, but do it positively. Isaac had learned as much from his departure from a job that he loved as I had from my allowed hardars. Every experience can be a learning experience, can enable you to grow and look forward to how you might do things differently in the future. It has also taught him to build on what he has, while searching for an environment is looking for what he has. Most of all, we all win when we learn to look for good in others and not just focus on what irritates us. Ren and Cariel hope to be listening to each other again soon. If any of these topics resonated with you and you'd like to explore further, do get in contact by emailing info at cariel.com.